Hello everyone, and welcome back to Side of Slot episode number 55, The Double Nickel, coming to you live on a Tuesday night, no, Thursday night, tonight's Thursday. It's Thursday. We talked about nickels a few episodes ago and how we don't talk, we don't think about them much anymore. Yeah, I mean, just coins in general. But you know what we do Unless think about? Bitcoin. Let's really hop into the topic. World War Three. That's what we're thinking about these World days. World War Three. <laughs> All I'm going to say is the memes and the talks of so, like Worth of it. World War Three are going to be the best. Absolutely, I can say so confidently right now that there is no other time that I would want to be alive than right now. <laughs> it's going to be like just saw Vladimir Putin riding a bear naked through my neighborhood. LOL. <laughs> yeah, lol. Like lol. me, like I'd just be like maybe making a TikTok out of it. Wouldn't even care. I'm at the firing squad now, about to get executed, lol. Lols, at the camps. Woof. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Um, but no, it, it's fantastic. I'm loving it. It's happening. Like, I just keep thinking back to, like, the other world wars, the other two, and, like, everyone just, like, making dresses out of chicken feed. Is it funny that I'm impressed that you know like, that there were two? Why would I not know that? Well, I went to public school. All we talked about was world wars. That's true. Well, I will say, there was a meeting that um, was scheduled in my office today. And I am the low man on the totem pole in my office. There's my direct boss, our legislative director, and then there's the rep. So whenever people come in to meet with people in our office, it's definitely not with me because I have no authority and I'm not the, the brightest. Mm-hmm. So they come in. I can talk to you. We can be fun. We can exchange stories, that kind of stuff. But there are some things in this world that I should know how to do that I just don't. Like One of tire those shoes. Is how to operate a Keurig. Now, we have a Keurig in our office, and obviously when adults come in in the morning for a meeting, you're supposed to say, hey, can I get you some tea, coffee, maybe some water? Now, I can offer them water because that's just in the fridge. You can't make tea? I think it is made in the Keurig, too. I'm pretty sure that you just pick a pod and you put it in and then you put a button. I know that it's super simple. I've just never actually done it, and I didn't want to be breaking a Keurig in front of these people, promising them coffee, and then for it just to fall apart. Why don't you just do a practice run with the Keurig and you can save yourself this heartache? I should do it, but it's kind of scary because what if I actually break the Keurig? Aren't those like $800? You you literally, I think you lift it, take out the old one, throw it away, get a new little cup, put it in there, shut that thing and then if there's water in it you might have to refill the water thing but if there's water then you should be able just to go aren't those things the filters on the keurig so disgusting because people never clean them and they're always moldy and gross just you're not drinking the coffee yeah that's true it's so weird to me you don't drink coffee i just listen of all the things that i like to obsess over i feel like coffee is one of those that i should just avoid it sounds like an expensive habit it's so expensive and it also seems like one that makes you jittery and jonesy when you don't have it i know but like but what is it about the the hold that a starbucks drive-thru has on me like it's the only time i feel joy (laughs) it's like while i'm waiting for coffee and i'm like take my six dollars listen i'll say this i think that if i was someone who was consistently not ever getting enough sleep and needed caffeine to just keep giving me little mario kart mushroom boosts through the day Mm -hmm. i think i would but i usually get pretty good sleep i almost always sleep well and I wake up, and I'm not stoked about being up early, but I have enough energy, and I can just wake up naturally yeah. and go about my day. I was thinking about that a while ago. Like, I sleep pretty well. Totally just jinx myself, but, like, I, I lay my head down, you're I fall be, asleep. You're going to be laying in bed on your back, not looking up at the ceiling, thinking about death and not go to sleep. For sure, 100%. But, like, it's rare. Like, every few months I'll have a night where, like, I literally can't sleep. But other than that, most of the time I lay my head on that pillow, I fall asleep, and then I wake up in the morning. Can we talk for a second about sometimes, for no reason, you will have that realization that one day you're going to die, and you don't know what's on the other side of that? 
I thought you were going to say that feeling that you get that doesn't stop no matter how old you are when you're falling asleep and then you feel like you're falling. Oh. I don't have that as much when I'm falling asleep. I will have that mid-dream. No way. Uh, For me, it's always when I'm falling asleep. So I will have the arm jerk or the leg jerk when mm, I'm falling That's asleep. a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> which there's a term for that. I remember learning about that in psych in high school, but I, I can't remember now. But um, I do get, I get that. But I will have where I'm laying face down because I'm kind of a stomach sleeper anyway. Weirds me out. And you have the... Weirds you out? Yeah. Like, how are you breathing? You keep your, like, your head to the side and you just breathe. Are you snorkeling? Are you doing a breaststroke? What are you doing? Olympic <laughs> swimming. Swimming freestyle. You get a breath. But... Where was that? Oh, yeah. So I will have one of those things, and it almost always is in a dream where you fall off of something, where you have that simulated yeah. mental feeling of falling, and you feel like you're falling through your bed, which is one of the stranger feelings that I think you can ever have. It is so strange that that like, exists when you think about it. It's almost as strange as the thing where you lay on your stomach and someone stands above you and holds your arms up until they go like numb, and I then they let them the down. I have the most fond memory of you doing that to me when I was a kid in literally being like life isn't real like it blew my mind you felt like you were Keanu Reeves waking up in the pod in the matrix 100% we still had the carpet upstairs and we were right by the back door I have such vivid memories of having carpet burn all the time as a kid (laughs) I don't Wait, no, like not as much. I can remember getting that, but at Grandma Chris and Papa Kevin's house on the stairs, because you know I was sliding Ooh. down them stairs yeah. all the time. Those, those were fun ones to slide down. I feel like I've heard stories of multiple people falling down those stairs. Adults. I think Aunt Amy fell down those stairs one time. They can get a little, because they're carpet, so maybe it's like it's just a nice, clean... But I would think that the carpeted stairs would help you get more grip. I would think that the slippery stairs would be wooden stairs, essentially. I think that if I was more likely to fall on wooden stairs or carpet uh, stairs, it would be carpet. Here's my question. Are you a cool kid that doesn't use the railing, or do you use the railing? I don't use the railing. Wow. Do you? Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Can we talk about every single time that we film, not film, we're recording, we're not filming, ever, Mm. um, that the wind outside sounds like a horror movie? Like Like, I wish that our listeners knew that like genuinely and and it's our lives all the time like this is what we fall asleep to at night like just it sounds like a tornado i always have a fan on so i can't hear it it's because we're in that basement life we hear that wind we feel it it's hot can we talk about how upset i am that so last night because we went out on a little double date except my date was jackson siblings date plus sibling date plus live And I, I was sitting on Liv's couch and I was scrolling through Facebook Marketplace as I do. Oh. And I found a brand new Vicks humidifier for $15 that had never been used before, still in the box. How much so, do those sell for new? I don't know. But like to me in the moment, it felt like a really good deal. Mm. So I immediately was jumping on that. I was like, is it still available? Never responded. And it hurts so bad because every single morning I wake up in the basement. For some reason, this winter is getting me. I got a sore throat. I'm stuffed up. It's because it's so dry. You said it's a Vicks humidifier? Vicks humidifier. Can we talk about how until like a year ago, I thought it was a dehumidifier? Well, that's a thing too. Oh. Humidifiers put moisture. Just one. No. So humidifiers put moisture in the air. Dehumidifiers take it out of the air. Okay. Let's take a look at how. Wow. Well. A Vicks Warm Moisture Humidifier is $70. See? I was going to get a deal. But 
you can get the 1.5 gallon vaporizer with nightlight for 22 or 22 yeah 22.99 on Amazon or you can get this one at Walmart for 33.99 I might just do that I'm getting real desperate seems like they have a lot of different models I love that the other day you want to be I want to be pretty humid. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Because I hear it's also very good for the skin. Um, I should have ordered that the other day on Amazon um, rather than pink cowgirl boots that I'm never going to wear. But in my head, I, I ordered pink cowgirl boots. And in my head, I rationalized it. And I was like, well, Liv can wear them in Nashville. You and like be Sandra Bullock in Hope Floats. That's what you were hoping for. Well, it's my third pair. So I have a black pair, a white pair. And now I have a white pa- uh, pink pair. I think I watched you wear cowboy boots one time that I can remember. Yeah. Yep, and I've never done it again. And I don't even like how I look in them or how I feel in them. But for some reason, I want them. How pink are these cowgirl boots? They're like a baby pink. Liv thinks they're really cute. So mm. Liv can wear them in Nashville, and then they'll sit in my closet for the rest of my life. Is Colton going to be Justin Matisse? Does he give you Justin Matisse vibes? <sighs> Harry Connick Jr. vibes is a whole... It's a whole species. It's a whole thing. Can we talk about um, Bring Back the Daddy Warbucks? that thanksgiving day parade with him in the bald cap i'm not over that oh my gosh yeah i forgot that was mm-hmm. a thing yeah Daddy we should have known that the war was coming when we saw that putin saw that and went honey <laughs> where's my super suit <laughs> oh yeah and then mrs putin went i uh put it away putin can we read on the subject of Putin? I I think that we should go through our favorite World War Three memes and or whatever. I don't have a lot of memes yet. Oh I great, I do. The, yeah, show me your memes so, and your talks. The thing that I have seen is that Gen Z, which is our generation, has gotten a hold of Putin's Instagram. He has a gram. He has a gram. That's probably fake. Um, but you know, no problem. So, and I just want to read you some of these comments, right? Let me, let me find Putin's Instagram. It's a bold play to be talking trash to the guy that's going to control the world and throw you in a camp later. A hundred percent. It's a bold play. Yep, it is. But let us just take a little jaunt. Um, yo, could you just not? (laughs) 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 This is not you. You're better than this. (laughs) Um, no, Daddy Putin, please stop the war. Can you guys just have a dance-off instead of a war? Someone needs a a Snickers bar. (laughs) You're not you when you're hungry. Um, it's, oh, it's just so good. There were some really good ones I saw earlier. I wish that to settle conflicts, they would do it like how they do it in the movie Troy, when they would just send out Brad Pitt as Achilles to fight the best guy on the other side and it would just be a one-on-one and whoever won that one would win the battle that would make sense because like why are you making other people oh my gosh this comment you've changed (laughs) i thought i knew you (laughs) like why do other people have to fight your battles for you like you just do it what i would prefer to see is i think it should be obviously joe biden is an old frail gentleman and putin seems to be old but very um competent and scary yeah what i think they should allow is it should be kamala harris and joe biden in a death match with their bare hands against vladimir putin and whoever wins that just gets the world i agree it's it's definitely interesting okay here's my opinion on this 
Because I, I don't mean to flex, but, like, I have really good instincts. Like, yeah. I basically think I can predict the future. There ain't no war, I wish honey. I would have had something I could throw it, hit you in the face, and go, like, did you predict that? <laughs> that would have been good. I, I just feel like in my soul, there ain't gonna be no war. We ain't gonna play that game. My prediction, what's gonna happen is, obviously, Putin is gonna fully take control of Ukraine, because that isn't hard. And then the surrounding NATO countries on the western border of Ukraine are mm-hmm. going to essentially get ready to rock and roll with American troops, with British troops, and essentially draw the line in the sand there. And I think that, that really all that Putin wants is Ukraine. There yeah. might be some, supposedly there's rumbling that he wants some of the Baltic states, which are obviously to the south of Ukraine, unlike the Black Sea. I forget, it's the Dead Sea or the Black Sea? No, the, Bla- the Black. Baltics are the Black Sea. Um to kind of like recreate a little bit of the Soviet Union, which listen, yeah. if he's gonna do it, he's like he's gonna do it. I don't want to start I World know. War Three over the Baltics if that's how it goes. And over he wants to Ukraine, no offense. Do you think we have any Ukraine listeners? If we, we have do, one person from Germany, take cover, and that's a real thing. Get down, get down. <laughs> but <laughs> woof. Um, but here's the thing too, and this is the lesson that I think that all empires learn, including the United States, or should learn is that it's extremely difficult, borderline impossible, to hold a territory that does not want to be held by you long-term. It's extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people die, it costs a bunch of money. Also, the whole empire model generally benefits corporate interests because you think about like a colony or you think about um, being in a place like Iraq for oil or something like that. The general population of, let's say, the United States doesn't individually reap a whole lot of benefit from that. Yeah. They just know that there's constantly a war going on. There's people, you know, like their friends or their neighbors or their family members that are going to serve, that go to fight over there. They don't really see the point in it because it's not threatening the United States, etc. And mm-hmm. those people are just dying. So it just becomes super unpopular to do that long term. And yeah. if you want, if you're Ukrainian or if you live in one of the Baltic states and you're willing to just kind of keep fighting the underground guerrilla warfare, Red Dawn War mm-hmm. for the long game, which can be 10, 20 years, it's just they can't hold that forever. It's yeah. like if you're trying to stay married to a spouse that despises you and slaps you in the face three times yeah. a week. It's just it's ridiculous. To me, it just feels like it's so wild to think that we would have a world war because that's so outdated. Like, if you think about it, it's like we have, like, hoverboards and Dolly Parton is on TikTok. Like, Mm. we can't have a world war. Does that make sense? It feels pretty chug. Literally, world war. Like, if we had one, I'm not even kidding. Chuggy. I would feel cringed out. (laughs) Like, I'm embarrassed for you, Putin. Can you, like, relax? Yo, can you just chill? You like changed. this comment that says, like this comment if you want no war. Like, that's how I feel. Imagine Putin saw that Imagine and was like, writing. crap, that's got a lot of that's got a lot of likes. Imagine being the person that writes that comment. Yeah. That's like when they used to do the whole 50 likes and I'll do whatever mm-hmm. thing. For sure. That's essentially the same It's thing. like this, or like, share this or your mom's going to get cancer. That's what that is. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, the other thing, too, that I think is being either ignored or not recognized by a lot of corporate media outlets when it comes to this issue, and I've talked about this, I think, on one of the previous pods, is that the real reason why Putin is invading Ukraine right now is because he doesn't want Ukraine to become a NATO state, which would mean that there are going to be NATO forces on the eastern border of Ukraine, which butts right up to the border with Russia. He doesn't Mm -hmm. want that. Now... 
especially when you go back to the end of the Cold War and the collapse of the old Soviet Union in the early 90s. The U.S. initially made the promise, the commitment, that they weren't going to recruit former Soviet states into NATO to be a part of essentially like the Western world with the U.K. and Canada and the U.S., the old West, if you will, in the Cold War. And pretty quickly that promise was broken, and now many, I think it's the majority of the former Soviet states outside of there's a lot of small states in kind of the, the Baltic area, like Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan, Azerbaijan, etc. But a lot of the states that are connected to Europe, especially, I think lastly being Ukraine, are now parts of NATO. So Putin is looking at it as geopolitical rivals at a minimum with the United States. All of a sudden, all these places are now allied with him. What's to stop them from kind of keeping and pushing into Russia and invading us if they will so yeah. it could very well be a defensive move to just ensure like hey you guys can't have ukraine i'm drawing a line right here it's going to be go time if you want to move back in um and think about it too with like the cuban missile crisis so the u.s took big issue granted a little bit different global landscape for sure in the cold war but the u.s took huge issue when cuba became allied with the soviet union and the soviets put rockets off essentially the coast of florida 90 mm -hmm. miles off the coast of florida right Imagine if Canada decided that they're going to be best friends with the Russians and the Chinese and Iran, and they're like, hey, we're going to be buddy-buddy now. Do you think the U.S. would be okay with that? Yeah. They'd probably be like, and now Canada's ours. Or yeah. Mexico, for that matter. If you have mm -hmm. a super close neighbor that all of a sudden is going to be buddy-buddy and allow, at a minimum, like I said, I don't really think you'd say enemy, but rival militaries to show up and build bases right on your border, not cool with that. Yeah. No, I agree. That'll do Imagine it is if funny. across the border, like yeah. in Windsor in Canada from Detroit, there's just a Russian military base just camped out, ready to roll. Exactly. You got to put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm. Guys, let's be sympathetic towards Putin. I'm not, a, I'm not by any means a Putin fan, and I don't agree with invading other countries just in general. I think that, obviously, I believe in national sovereignty. I believe in the sovereignty of the individual, and I think that people should never be compelled to do things that they don't want to do. But I understand his rationale, and I... I I don't necessarily support it, but I get where he's coming from, and I don't think it's this World War II Hitler looking to take over the world. I think it's him looking to solidify his territory and say, hey, yeah. you can't come in anymore. I agree. Which is diff. Diff. If we get hit with a nuke, what's your... What are you going to be thinking about? Why did a nuke come? <laughs> I don't know. I've always thought about that when I was a little kid, because I feel like there's so many movies from the 80s and 90s that are all about nuclear war, like Terminator, even though that's not because of the Cold War. But they always, you know, the nukes. Yeah. But we're so far away from a place that would get nuked that I think we'd be good. I think about that, too. Yeah. Even though I saw some TikTok that was, like, um, like a likely place in Michigan to get nuked, and it was either, like, Dearborn or Lansing. But on, on the maps, both of the maps, we're, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're fine. We're good. I mean, we're like 20 miles outside of Lansing. Nukes don't go that far. For sure. Putin's going to hear this now and be like, I know exactly where I'm bombing. He just makes a note to himself. St. John's, Michigan. Our address specifically. Yeah. Get it. Mom. <laughs> Boom. Honestly, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so Can morbid. Can you say the thing that you said be right before we started recording? What? <laughs> The whole thing, like, if somebody's been, like, um... Oh, yeah. What was that? This is how I feel right now. I feel very overwhelmed with school and just life in general and trying to balance everything all the time. 
It was a meme that said, bro, if any of y'all was praying on my downfall, you won. I'm sorry. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. That's how I feel. Here's a little quick question for you. Do you love the Annie's white cheddar mac and cheese? No, I hate it. Oh, I love it. I hate it. It's always chalky to me. Okay, it's chalky, and you know sometimes where you get like a clump of the cheese? Yeah, I hate that. hate it. But I still love it so much. Why? Here's how it goes in order for me. Ready? Velveeta shells and cheese. Duh. Kraft mac and cheese, but the shapes ones where it's like a SpongeBob or something. I, it's like you're me, but speaking. (laughs) Then it goes to the Kraft mac and cheese, the standard. And then I would go down to like Annie's or the old like Cracker Barrel or something, that type of brand. Then it goes to that. I'm your specifically, except Annie's and just the regular Kraft have switched places. I hate regular Kraft mac and cheese. I think I could eat mac and cheese every day and be happy. It's such a simple thing, but it's so great. I had mac and cheese tonight from an Italian restaurant in town, and it was the most subpar thing I've ever eaten. That's the thing. If you get mac and cheese at a restaurant, there's a significant chance that's going to suck. Or yeah. if you have homemade mac and cheese, there's a very significant chance it's going to suck. I agree. Now, KFC mac and cheese, phenomenal. Always fantastic, especially when you're sick. Outback mac and cheese, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Outback or Carabas took the same um, Panera. recipe from that. I've never had yeah. Panera's, but I've heard it. You've good. never had Panera mac and cheese? I've never had it. That is so weird. Listen, I'm a bread bowl boy when I go there. No, the bread, bread bowl, bowl boy, to me... It, when I see the bread bowl, I'm already overwhelmed. I'm already stressed. Well, I haven't had a bread bowl in many years because I haven't been to Panera in many years. But I used to love the bread bowl, some broccoli cheddar soup, and then I would even be extra fat and I would get the baguette as the side. I was going to say, to me, and like I love carbs. I'm a carby gal. That's too much for me. Oh, I know. It is too much, but you still do it. <laughs> because here's the thing. The best part, the part of that that makes you happy is having the actual soup, right? You get to eat the soup out of the bowl and you get to do some of the digging. You dig like the soggy soup bread out with your spoon and eat that. Which no one wants. I love it. Okay. And then you get the actual top of the bread bowl to cut out and all the soft stuff and you can pull that off and you can dip yeah. that in the soup. And then you have the crunchy baguette. And the rest of it's just meh. You don't really want You don't it. even want the soup. You just want soggy bread. I love some soggy bread. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here's a thing that I thought of the other day that like I literally want to talk about because I'm so passionate. Are you ready for my bold statement? Mm-hmm. The only acceptable deli meat in any situation ever is turkey. Ever. Mm. Every other deli meat is disgusting. You don't like ham? I hate ham. I hate roast beef. I hate bologna. I hate, I don't even know what are some other. Salami. Fr- salami. I hate it. But what's funny Gobbledygook. is. I hate all of those, but a turkey sandwich any day of the week? Oh, sign me up. Sign me up. I love a turkey sandwich. And growing up, mom always bought ham. And I don't know if it's because if it was cheaper or what, but ham? Ew. I I mean, I think that I would probably prefer turkey or sliced chicken. Chicken's um, nice as well. We like white meat. To the field. But I do like a ham sandwich. Roast beef is kind of meh. I've always been a fan of bologna and ketchup sandwiches. I always love those. Um, pastrami mm-hmm. and salami, like the the kind of salty meat, Italian meats like that. Just keep it on a pizza. I'm good on a sandwich. I don't really want yeah. that. Um, but I get what you're saying. I think that turkey is the best. Turkey is the elite. Like if you go to like a Subway or a Jimmy John's or something, you're not getting a ham sandwich. You're getting a turkey sandwich. This is true. It's so true. Now, here's the thing, though. You get a Christmas ham with mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm. 
I, yeah. I know where you're coming from, but if I had to choose, I would still do turkey. But turkey's just dry. Uh, but you put yeah. it on a sandwich and you get the cheese and you get the mayo to kind of help with the yeah, consistency, it's, it's fine. But if you're just going to eat it, seldom have I ever had a turkey that isn't dry. You got to really I know, know what, what you you're mean. Doing. I, I do know what you mean. Ham, to me, just feels like that kid that smelled weird in elementary school. It's a strange smell. It's a lot like eggs. <laughs> it is. Ah. Ah. Even though there's there's nothing more comforting in the world than that day after Christmas turkey sandwich. That's true. It's nice. Let me, let me talk to you about something. Why is it that every time you open something that has chicken in it in the fridge, it smells like the worst thing ever? <laughs> Why do I kind of like it? You love the, the... I don't love it, but, like, I'm kind of like, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to go get this turkey sandwich. Underrated, and I know that you appreciate it. Tuna fish sandwiches. Sometimes I do appreciate a tuna fish. Mm-hmm. If it's made properly, I like a toasted bread. I like some cheese on it. And, like, the right, you know, like, seasoning and things. Oh, yeah. What do you season it? Like, you know, like salt, pepper, you can throw other stuff in there. And then it has to be the perfect amount of mayo. I don't, I don't like it too much. I don't. We need to get back to a real topic in a second. But you said seasoning. And I just remember that Lowry's seasoning salt on popcorn is a thing that exists in this world. From my Disgusting. childhood. Loved it. Anytime that I ever go to the movies and someone wants to put something other than just butter on the popcorn, I leave the theater. So Liv puts salt on it. She makes extra salty with the butter. Ah, Liv. It's it's not too much though. It's enough. I've gr- I've grown accustomed to it. I and then initially was very meh. I know some people that do the nacho cheese topping on top. Disgusting. Hate that. Hate that. Or the white cheddar. But the white cheddar's grown on me a little bit. But you're telling me right now that if you were to go see a movie by yourself, you would put anything other no, than just butter? No, if it was butter? just me, I would just do butter. Exactly, because we're better than everyone else, no, and we know and what's right. I love right. Liv so much, and anything that she wants, I want to for her. But if it was just me, I would just get butter. Exactly. Sorry, Liv. That's no, okay. She's going to tell me tomorrow I felt attacked. That's what she's going to tell me. I love how sensitive Liv is mm-hmm. because I'm more sensitive. I know. And it feels right. You guys are the same person that exists on the Literally, I when I get together with Liv, I feel like it's just like my conscience talking. You're and I, and I'm like, is that my my own voice in my head? Or another, just on the sandwich topic, I, I just want to just to wrap it all up. And I know you're going to disagree with me here. I can't stand a white bread. It's too durable. I like a sturdy sandwich bread, which is why I always preferred like a whole grain or like something, something nutty. Wait, you're saying that the white bread is too durable or it falls apart too easily? Durable's the wrong word, isn't it? Yep. A hundred percent durable's the wrong word. Yep. I don't like that when you eat a sandwich with white bread on it, you can go, eh, and then mm. you can see the prints of your fingers. <laughs> I mean, that is because it's just like fake processed bread that's not real bread and it gets stuck to the roof of your mouth oh. but i do kind of like that because then you can like peel it off with your tongue did you think that when we were like little kids like we would grow up and this is what we would be doing with our lives in oh, our 20s <laughs> not even not even close i thought i was probably going to be playing in the nba but i'm not and here we are so Getting back to it, I'm a huge texture eater. Yeah. You know this. That's why I love sprinkles on ice cream. 
I, I don't hate sprinkles on ice cream, but if I have sprinkles on ice cream, I want it to be the only thing on the ice cream. So I get, when we go to Cold Stone, I get the Birthday Cake Remix, which is mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream, hot fudge, brownie bits, and a um, little bit of sprinkles on it. I love that. But normally, if we go to like an ice cream store that isn't the fancy expensive ice cream store, I will either get a, a blizzard or a flurry of some sort, mm-hmm. or I will get a soft serve dipped and rolled in the sprinkles. Yeah, that, that's what I would get, usually if I went to like a typical ice cream store. Mm-hmm. I went to Cold Stone with you guys last night for the first time, and I got the mint stuff, and it was really good, even though it was a, like very sweet for me. And if it's I'm- rich. It's Creamy. not even like, like it's very like sugary, if that's the right word. And typically if I get- the ice cream is sugary? Stick with me. If I get a like a mint uh, chocolate, what is it called? Mint chocolate, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mm-hmm. I like it to be like make my eyes water. I'm eating toothpaste. Ugh. That's what I like, and it you didn't give me that. Want to eat toothpaste? Okay. Maybe next time we'll just get you some Colgate, <laughs> and we'll have ice cream. Can you just put Colgate in a cone, and I'll just. So when you get a Shamrock Shake, do you just bring your own toothpaste and add it to it later and just mix it up? I love mint things. I don't like shamrock shakes. Ooh, blasphemy. But, but like, you know, like, we're Are Mint City. Back now? It's getting, it's in St. Patty's Day. Yeah, there yeah, they're back. Like, we're, like, Mint City, and when we do, like, the, the festivals and stuff, I like that mint ice cream, because it's, like, I'm, like, walking around town, like, crying, because I'm eating toothpaste. When I get a shamrock shake, I feel like I'm in a movie. It makes me that happy. I want to try one this year again because I haven't had one in so long. Maybe I will like it. It hits different. What does it taste like? Vanilla and mint. <laughs> what did you think it tasted like? I wasn't just expecting something like more in-depth. Like Usually like we're food critics and you all you gave me was vanilla and it's mint. It's a mint shake. But you know better than anyone that there's different types of vanilla. There's different types of mint. What's the texture? So like picture a McDonald's vanilla shake and they add green food coloring and some mint. Maybe I'll try that. That's all it is. It's not that fancy. I feel like I would like that, honestly. Yeah. I, I haven't had one in so long, but I'll, I'll test her out. Why do we make such a big deal out of the shamrock shakes when they're not that great is it like we're just so desperate for joy it's like christmas kind of really i think that it's because it is a rare thing you don't get it very often yeah it's like beanie babies yeah except they're not that it's literally like beanie babies because they're not valuable yeah it's kind of like when taco bell brings back something that should always be on the menu and that you love but they only bring it back for a few weeks every two years great marketing yeah that's exactly what it is yeah taco bell's doing something right and it ain't their food i had a a frosty a few nights ago and it it was pretty nice i've had ice cream twice this week and usually i don't even like ice cream you tell me all the time you hate cold desserts i don't like cold desserts because if it was up to me i want warmth i want fresh out of the oven you want a brownie no no you just want chocolate cookies i just want chocolate cookies it's my favorite dessert of all time we're going to end the food talk on this. Okay. Um, Liv hates Chips Ahoy. Anyway, um, moving on. So, I did want to talk about Pam and Tommy. Huh? Even with milk? Okay, go on. She hates go all on. store-bought all right. cookies. Okay. Hates them all. Noted. Except for Oreos. She likes Oreos. Well, all the rest well of them. duh. I am pretty, man, like, they're good, but not that great. Oreos, 
Anyway. Okay. A little bit overrated. But we're like, on. we're both fatties, and if there was Oreos in this room oh, right I now... I would have one. Yeah. But anyway, Okay, on. go on. So, I've been watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Interesting show. Do you mean you watched, like, sort of one episode? No, I've watched, um, I think the sixth or seventh episode came out last night or the night before. And okay. I've seen all of them, so... I haven't watched it. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, weird. A lot of sex and nudity. But also kind of interesting, because it's, it's in the mid-90s, and it's funny because... There's a bunch of people trying to figure out the internet, and Seth Rogen's in it, but he's kind of thin, but he's still Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Lily James plays Pamela Anderson, and the makeup she is pretty crazy. She does great. She, do, she does do a very yeah. good job, but the makeup's wild because she does mm-hmm. look just like Pamela Anderson. I know. Um, there is a very strange scene in the second episode, for anyone who hasn't seen it, where there is not just... In a lot of movies that are rated R with nudity, it's like you see a butt or you see a girl's boobs... And this one, you get to see a lot of Tommy Lee's piece. Like, it's a prosthetic, but you get to see it, like, all the time. Hey, Grandma, I hope you're having a great time in Arizona. Which is strange. <clears throat> it's, like, I was totally not ready for it when yeah. it happened. And then it proceeds where he has a legitimate back-and-forth conversation with his own, which is very weird. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah. ready for that one. So I will say, if anyone has plans to see it, just beware in the second episode that happens. I was very... I appreciate that. And I got to watch it with Liv, Liv's brother, Liv's uh, sister-in-law, and Liv's mom. And it was very, very When did strange. you watch this? When we were helping them move into their new house. Oh, I didn't know Liv's mom was there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I would have left the room. It was very strange. I get so uncomfortable watching like intimate scenes with other people that before I watch something, I Google it to make sure that there is nothing bad because I just am like broken inside and it makes me so uncomfortable. What I enjoy doing is anytime there's a sex scene or even a kissing scene in a movie, I like to cover Liv's eyes and I find that to be fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. It is fun. Because then she looks at it's, me like... It's one of those things you just have to embrace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah. Uh, should we rename the podcast? Uh. How do you spell it? Uh. <laughs> you know, I feel like we, we do that so much and people just think that like we're weird. We do that because of the peanut butter peanut baby butter meme. Baby. Yep. Like the peanut butter, the like the uh, baby who covers himself in peanut butter and then himself. the and then the mom goes, Does that feel good? That's why we do that. Yep. Just to clarify for anyone yep. who's confused. But we're also we're crazy. Um but it's interesting because it, the whole um the Pam and Tommy thing outside of obviously the kind of oddness and the nudity um, it's getting into more of Pamela Anderson's background and how she kind of got her start through modeling and being a, a Labatt Blue light like the beer yeah. girl wasn't it and like she a, was just like at a baseball game and she got recognized or in something? this one in the show the episode she was at a Canadian football game mm. but it's something like that like she was pulled up on a jumbotron and, yeah and that was pretty much how she got her start but it it depicts it at least in the show as her complicated relationship with men and with her family and with always trying to be someone who is kind of like giving other people what they want and seeking approval yeah. and trying to please other people um and it is interesting because it, it paints her in a very sympathetic light which makes sense in the era of you know, we don't want to quote unquote slut shame anyone, which I get and yeah. I would agree. But um, it's it's interesting. I believe it. It's something that I didn't have a lot of background knowledge on. I knew that Tommy Lee and her had a tape that was leaked, but mm-hmm. other than that, 
But it is kind of weird because it seems like any young man at the time was like aware of that and had seen that tape. Because mm-hmm. I brought it up to a guy that I work with who's forty, at least forty. No, he said he's born in eighty today, so forty-two, almost mm-hmm. forty-two. Um, who's like, oh yeah, I saw that in high school, and I was like, huh, interesting. Not to out that guy that Cole works with, but yeah, it's probably it's probably a common thing. Absolutely. I watched like kind of like a mini documentary about the whole thing and it was pretty interesting and I think like especially lately Tommy Lee's kids have come out and basically been like our father is just not a good guy and he always creates chaos and all that so. Aren't his kids on some of those um, not the hills but children of famous people that have tons of money type yeah like they're i think they're kind of like big on like instagram and stuff i don't know if they have shows but i know they have two sons um and it is i i I like stuff like that they remind me a lot of like a like a it seems like a, a frame in time it does. It's, like, very iconic, but I'm, and I'm trying to think... Of, it's almost like our modern-day, like, Miley and Liam. Kind of. Kind of like that, or maybe, like, a... Feels more Machine Gun Kelly Megan Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that would be good, too. I'm thinking of Miley and Liam because I watched the last song today while I was home alone. Well, there's always going to be another mountain. Not the right movie. movie but you're so one? right. That's the Hannah Montana movie. Oh, that What's movie the one that she sings in this last song? What's the song from that one? When I Look at You. Oh, I hate that song. It gets me emotional. <laughs> I Looking back, so I was watching that movie today. It could have been so much better than it was. Like, one, Miley's acting, I'm so sorry, sweetheart, not good. Liam's acting, actually somewhat decent, okay? But it was just, like, the story was not great, and the acting was pretty bad, and the conflicts, as we know, not good. Doesn't exist. Doesn't There's really no exist. Um, but but overall, it felt right. Yeah, when I see... I, I would agree with you. I think that for being a, a silly teenage movie it probably could have been better but one movie that i saw uh, two or three years ago now um which has lily james in it is yesterday and it's about the guy who he essentially yeah 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 yeah, where it, it really was good and i enjoyed it but you could tell that they cut out a lot of things and they did because anna de armas had a character in it who was supposed to be the alternate love interest to the main character mm-hmm. but they cut it out to make it more happy-go-lucky and friendly but as a result there wasn't enough conflict in the movie for it to be a good story mm-hmm. it was a fun movie it was an enjoyable movie but i think that sometimes directors and story writers they have an idea where they want a movie to just be so like ha ha ha, ha fun mm-hmm. montage and then like a kiss at the end where and those can be you know, whatever, a throwaway, enjoyable date night type movie, but yeah, like that movie could have been better. It could have been a lot better For and sure. a much more iconic thing that I think a lot more people would have saw and then recommended to their friends if there was a little bit more conflict that was written into it. Yeah, well, I know what you're saying. Like, I feel like movies and all that is probably similar to politics in some weird way. In that, like, it's so many people trying to accomplish one task, and it's like you're not going to get one person's vision. It's a bunch of visions all together at one time. Yeah. And so that's probably a big part of why that happens. I think that's why 
almost always, well, part of why almost always people think that the movie is a lot worse than the book. Because the yeah. book, obviously, it, it's the original, so people are going to think that anything that strays from the original is going to be a bad movie right off the bat. But I do think that when you make the movie from a book, it's the author of the book with a director and a bunch of producers and studio heads and all those things trying to interject, and not not just interject, but a lot of them trying to interject on things that don't matter. Yeah. Like, just so they can be the guy that said, well, I made that change, and that's important, and I should keep my job because of blah, yeah. blah, blah. And you're right. It's when Picasso makes a painting or would paint, mm-hmm. he didn't do with... It's just him. Just Picasso. That's why I absolutely could never do that because I'm such a control freak that I would just be like, I'll just act all the parts. I am all the characters. All the characters at one time. Do you find it hilarious? You know how Winona Ryder was like shoplifting, but she was like, you know, like a millionaire? Yeah. That's what I would be like in Hollywood. Just to like feel something. Just to feel something. Well, I guess it's probably better to steal lipstick than it is to shoot heroin, but. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. Behind that. I know. I never understood the stealing things, but I've also never stolen something before. Maybe the adrenaline rush on that's wild. I would just feel extreme guilt. Oh, oh yeah, I would feel extremely guilty too. Yeah, I don't think I've ever stolen anything. Was it? Yeah, it was you. I was watching. Um, what's the name of that movie with Girl uh, Interrupted? Girl Interrupted with Angelina uh, Jolie and Winona Ryder. Angelina Jolie is weird as that sounds. I feel like she's only been in, like, two movies. <laughs> like, I can think of more right now, but, like, also, I just think she that she's... She was in Kung Fu Panda. She was in Kung Fu Panda. But I think Angelina Jolie is just famous for, like, having blood around her neck and, like, making out with her brother and being married to Brad Pitt and having, like, six children. Yeah, I think that plays a huge role. I mean, here's the thing. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a good movie. It is a decent movie, and she's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I easily think she's one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. But um, also, that movie, it's on Netflix right now, if you're bored. Um, it was it's kind of a long movie, but, like, was way darker than I thought it was going to be. Like, I know it, like, took place in, like, a psych ward and stuff, but, like, all of a oh, sudden... Oh, Girl Interrupted. I thought about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No, 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 like, no, no. Girl Interrupted. Like, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, she won an Oscar for that. She did. And it's funny, um, because that came out in 99, I think. And it was like, they're kind of like approaching the subject of like mental health and stuff, which is obviously not nearly what it is today. And this girl is basically like sad. And they're like, we need to send you to a psych ward. (laughs) And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) What would I be like in the 90s? Some days I just want to watch TikTok and get Starbucks. And that's all I want to do. Well, we'll put you in Her parents are like, send her in. Send her in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was I watched I think maybe half of it. I watched probably the second mm-hmm. half of the movie. It seemed all right. I'm not necessarily my brand. Anything that takes place in a psych ward or a mental hospital of any sort always makes me kind of queasy and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I don't but love it. I think it's just too my, easy to sympathize. It's too easy for to be sure. like, oh man, being held there against your will and they That's like one of my biggest fears. Yeah, it's like it's they only so let you out terrible. when they determine that you're sane enough and it's like, oh. You're like I got to play their game. I, yeah. I think that do you say Winona won an Oscar for that? No, Angela Jolie. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, I actually think that she did really good in that. Because um, it's like you were, you hated her, but you loved her. I love Winona, but in my opinion, she 
plays the same character in everything that she was in in the nineties. I 90s. was literally about to say the same thing. Like she, yeah, it's very much it's just the, like I'm trying I'm, to find myself. But yeah, I'm sad. and I'm the girl next door, but I'm also kind of quirky, and and it's like, and she does it really well. She like does. I think she's similar to that in like a Molly Ringwald sense. Um, but she plays the same character in Reality Bites, except in this one, she's in the mental hospital. I know, and now she's just the mom and everything. Which is strange. But Isn't so is Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have not seen. I remember seeing like the first two episodes and thinking, eh. I've heard either it's wonderful and you have to see all of it, or it's super not a big deal. There's not, that, not a whole mm, lot of it. I think that the people that think it's wonderful are not cool. It's fair. But everybody tells me. Like, when it first got big, when mm-hmm. it first popped out. It was out, huge. And, but everyone that knew me told me that I need to watch it because it's all, you know, pop culture, 80s, timepiece type stuff mm-hmm. mixed with it's kind of some thriller, aliens, whatever. I don't even really know what it is, but yeah. that's how people describe it to me. And I always thought, that's probably pretty cool. I should watch it. But I never did. And I do think the part of the reason why I didn't is because my personality is a little bit hipstery. And if everyone's doing something, I wait yeah. 10 years. We like to be different. Which is stupid. Cause you it is just, stupid, but yeah. it's more fun because everyone wants to feel like they're special. Everybody wants to. I think that a big thing for me that I've realized lately is I'm not a huge 80s gal. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of... You're a 90s gal. I definitely would be more of a 90s gal. I think that the 80s, I don't know why. Like, I just never really... It's a bit overdone, though. I think it is. Yeah. You know, like, there's definitely, like, some movies and things that I really like about it. But for the most part, like, even, like, when Ready Player One, like, everyone was, like, crazy about that movie. And I kind of was just like, eh. And everyone was like, it's just you don't understand the 80s. And it's like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. that whole thing, I mean, Ready Player One, um, and actually Family Guy did an episode on their most recent season where... It, it's essentially playing on that whole everybody's done the 80s way too much and it's mm-hmm, overdone and mm-hmm. you need to kind of just do new things. Yeah. Um, and they obviously do it in a very comedic, funny sense. Like there's the ghost of John Hughes is in the movie or in the episode oh, yeah. and, and stuff. But um, I think the Ready Player One is kind of subliminally a play on that as well because it, it takes place in like a dystopian future mm-hmm. where everybody's so not happy with the current moment slash caught up in the past yeah that they aren't looking towards future solutions and mm-hmm. new things and i think that that's worth saying but i do also think that now i mean if you look at the pop culture and music and tv shows and all that stuff i think there's a lot more now and it feels a little bit oversaturated but with that there's a lot of really good entertaining especially shows i mean netflix mm-hmm. seems like every month or so puts out a series that everybody watches and everybody loves yeah hbo's putting out a bunch of really good stuff euphoria I mean, euphoria which i've not seen and refused we won't to see. we won't but the movies are kind of meh but i think that's kind of because the movie exactly um, you're right it's like dying t- not tv shows but like series are coming back yeah they're way more popular now yeah and so i think it can, used to be the opposite yeah you can do a lot more with a series mm-hmm. and everybody has all the streaming services anyway yeah. so everybody watches it no that but, makes um, a lot of sense speaking of which i just i just want to touch on this subject because it's been on my mind this week an embarrassing amount of time so tlc is not um, releasing any of my favorite shows right now. Plathville, they haven't even announced a new season. Thousand Pound, not on right now. I'm bored, right? 
So what is have been on TLC for ten years? Nineteen kids in comedy. No, the older brother made sure that's never on the air again. Oh, sister wives. Oh, yeah. Listen. Is it the same group of people? Yes. For ten years. For ten years. Wow. So I, I mean, I've like kind of on and off seen it, but for some reason this past week I really got into it because one of the wives left him finally. Oh. One of the four wives. And I really sat down and like between watching clips on YouTube and random episodes of the newest season, really got into polygamy and really thought about it. And it blows my mind. One, obviously Mormonism, it sit, not a real religion. The guy just didn't want to pay taxes. And I genuinely feel sorry for anyone that's a Mormon. I'm sorry about that. But also polygamy, what the heck? Not even, like, look beyond the fact that, like, it's kind of just, like, this one conceited guy who, like, wants all of these women and their children to, like, just cater to him all the time and he wants to, like, feel like some god and, like... Like a Joseph Smith sociopath? Literally. And, like, all these wives, like, secretly hate one another, are jealous, and they just feel terrible about themselves. Look beyond that. Every single episode, I am not kidding you, is just these five adults trying to make one decision. Think about how hard it is to be in a marriage with one person and get something done and then multiply more people onto that. And that is what every single episode is. They can never agree on anything. Everything is so difficult because you like it's just so much conflict because you're married to four people at one time. Yeah, because all great companies have four to five CEOs because it helps exactly. with, it helps with the decision making. <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. I, I don't even know. And, and then like in the latest episode, because it's all crumbling, right? So he has his youngest wife, Robin. He, he, that's the only one he really wants to be married to. Okay. The only one he cares about. Then there's Janelle. Janelle, he's outward said, I'm not really into her anymore. I don't want anything to do with her. But for some reason, Janelle's really holding on to the idea of this polygamy thing. I just think that she finds like comfort in it or something. Then there's Christine. Christine, he also decided, I really don't want anything to do with you. And then Christine finally said, all right, I'll leave. So Christine, she's gone. Bye, she Christine. Don't. Then there's Mary. Mary got catfished a few years ago, and he decided that he can't trust her anymore. So she's done. She's been done for years. But again, sticking around in the same subdivision for some reason. Yep. Right? So none of these wives exist. He really only wants to be with Robin. But they're still portraying this whole polygamy is such a wonderful thing and like look at all of us and it's so great and it doesn't make any sense to me like i've thought about it to the point where like my brain hurts well because those women and i guess the guy were raised in a community where that is the norm yeah and it's their religion and so therefore it's something that they have to keep reinforcing and promoting and it's just their to the bone belief for what is right and not only is that the case but they should spread it to other people yeah so even you, though every single one of their kids has said i will never practice polygamy yeah yeah it's, it's so strange to me so um, and it's worth noting that those women have to be married to a man who is mormon to go to heaven true technically true noted so three of the women their fathers did practice polygamy one of them didn't what's her deal i don't know probably low self-esteem most likely, but it's like I can't stop thinking about it and making my brain not hurt. Mm. 
Yeah. Does he wear the Mormon pajamas? I wouldn't know. But he, you know, he he looks like some weird California surfer. Yeah, I know. I've, like, I've seen him. I know what he looks like. Like strange man bun and like button up, but only buttoned up like half to the chest with like like flow. beads. Like it's very strange. But he thinks he's a peach. I bet he does. Yeah. You have to have a very high opinion of yourself to be married to four women. Also, on another level, but like the besides point. the fact that this guy is just a conceited a hole, so busy. Every single episode, he's going around to four different houses trying to make time for these people with his 25 children. Just let, and I'm like, he has 25 kids? Um, I think 25 might be an exaggeration. I think it's 18. Wow. Like, how do you find the time in the day? He must hate his life. How do. It sounds like an expensive way to live life, too. They're all drowning in debt all the time. I don't know how they have money. Even TLC can't freaking financially support them. Yeah. It's the whole thing also with the 19 kids and counting family. Mm -hmm. I think that obviously the dads, one way or another, has a lot of money. But listen, kids are expensive. I know. And you have a million and a half of them. Yeah. And then also you kind of want them to live in your compound and support them even after they get married and do things? Yeah. Like, where do you find the cash for that? It's so strange. Is it some strange Ponzi scheme? It must be. Are they just robbing people of their cash? I don't know. I don't... It's just... It amazes me that all of these people, besides Janelle, okay, and like, look, Janelle's happy, and if any of y'all watch Sister Wives, you'll know what I'm talking about. All of these people, including their children, literally hate their lives and are miserable. Mm. But they're still just like, no, this is great. This is what God intended. And you're like, but did he? I think, again, it's it's denial and it's just like you're in so deep and it's all you've ever known. And therefore, it's just you don't allow your brain to think about other things. This is just how the world is. Yeah. It's like, does a fish think that it's in water or is it just like this is what the world mm-hmm. is? The only thing that I disagree with them on is the whole um, legal aspect of it. I think that if you want to marry multiple people, you should be able to do so. You know, I agree with that. But morally, probably not so much. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Morally, I would say. Also, it's just freaking weird. It defeats the purpose of what marriage actually is, which is a commitment to one person. It it literally, that, and it's like giving so much power to this one person who ain't a snack. You ain't no prize. You ain't a prize. Yeah. Well, it's almost like it was created by a sociopathic liar who created a religion to avoid paying taxes and also to acquire more wealth by convincing destitute and or silly people that he had found the secret scriptures that God had hid in the hills that only he could read and also no one else was able to look at. That hurts my brain more than sister wives. Yeah. It, my favorite part of that is the Utah thing. Right. Him, like, looking around and being like, and, and you need to live in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But here's the thing, too. So, obviously, there's still lots of dumb people in the world. But what dumb people in the world now have at their disposal is the Internet. The Internet. So but hypo- they're not, they ain't allowed to look. Hypothetically... What you could do now, if someone claimed to be the second coming of God, or to have secret knowledge of God that they couldn't tell you about, but you just need to trust them, is that you could do a little bit of research and a little bit of digging, Mm -hmm. and you could probably find pretty quickly a way to call BS on it. Yeah. Now, think about it being 1848. 
True. There's some guy that waltzes into town, probably dressed in a robe, long hair, yeah. probably kind of looks like Jesus, and he has the special tablets. What are you going to do? I probably would have fallen for it. There's a non-zero percent chance that he's not God. So you don't yeah. want to be on the wrong side of that. And maybe you're having a rough life, things aren't going well, the mm-hmm. town people don't like you, you don't have a whole lot of opportunities, but this guy might be God. Yeah. So you guys can go to Utah and Salt Lake City and you can live the way that God intended, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and maybe you can try again. No, I, I know what you're saying. When you put it like that, I for sure would have been a sister wife. <laughs> I, I am the sister I wife. I am the sister wife. But now it's different because you have the internet, therefore it's unacceptable to be a sister wife. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up, kids. Look it up. That's all I'm going to say. Same thing with Scientology. Same thing. They can't look anything up. cults in general. Not good. If if in 2022 Mm. you are joining a cult, I mean, it goes without saying that if you're joining a cult, period, you're probably in a rough place. Period. But come on, dude. You got yeah, especially if Tom Cruise is in it, something's wrong. Oh, Tom Cruise is the king of your religion? We don't something's think that's wrong. weird? Can I tell you this, and it's going to blow your mind? Word of the Revolutionary War spread by mouth. Yeah. It was just people yelling out their window, there's a war! Yeah. For miles and miles and miles. Well, the um, that's what the Juneteenth thing is. Is it, That was the last group of uh, slaves, the last group of people who were told that the Union had won the Revolutionary War and therefore they weren't slaves anymore. It what? Happened significantly I thought that's after the Civil War. The, or excuse me. I said Revolutionary War. I mean Civil War. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think it was many, that, many that makes months sense. after the fact. Because someone, like, I read that or something the other day and I was like, no freaking way. It probably took like six months for everyone to figure out that the war was done. Um, it has been celebrated annually on June 19th in various parts of the United States since 1865. Um, blah, 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 blah. Also, we yeah, haven't because... talked about Kanye losing his mind on Pete Davidson at all. Oh, well, talk to me about that. Do you know about that at all? Not a ton. I've, I've seen the meme of him holding up the picture. Well, he... Kanye has gotten an Instagram... Did he not have an Instagram before? mm, I don't think so. So he got this Instagram and Kanye is very clearly going through something. And he's very angry. Has he ever not been going through something? He's really off the meds. He's very angry at Pete Davidson for breaking up his family. And he's only referring to him as Skeet. And (laughs) And so it's... I don't, I don't even know like what's going on, but like I I should just pull it up. But like he's really going for it. Um, Is it funny though? Oh, it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, but so, so every single one of his posts is in. Um, Is it all of them about Pete Davidson? Not all of them, but most of them. Um, also, it's so funny that Pete Davidson has just become that guy of all the yeah. people in the world. It's Pete Davidson. And and what's funny is that. You can see, like, um, Pete Davidson, because he's, like, posting screenshots with, like, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, and it's Pete Davidson being like, it's all right, dude, like, I love your kids, and, you know, I just want everything to be good, and he's like, screw this guy! Um, where is it? Eventually, you would think that the comedian and Pete Davidson would take over, and, like, he would be funny and troll a little bit, you would think. But apparently not. But also good on him for trying to be the bigger person, if that is what he's trying to do. (laughs) 
honestly. So it's like he's just kind of the the word on the street. He's going through like a manic episode. Um, he did buy the house across the street from them. Yes. Mm, yeah, I think so. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what I heard. Where did it go? The Instagram post. Because there's were some that were like really funny. Mm-hmm. Kanye posts about Yeezy. Mm-hmm. Hold on, y'all. So Hold there's up. the picture of him with like the, the the thing. Then there's other ones. Let me see these things. It, some of it's very political. Well, obviously. Does he still wear the MAGA hat? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some of it's like screenshots. Kim saying, you're creating a dangerous and scary environment and someone will hurt Pete and this will be all your fault. <laughs> um, mm, 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 mm. I would show you, but it's like they're all deleted. Oh. He's angry at Billie Eilish. Beanie Eilish? Yeah. What was the one that like really popped off? It popped off. I don't even know. Guys, I'm sure I'll show you the things later. The worst podcast host ever. But you can look them up on the internet. My favorite thing, because I'm following him on, on Instagram now, as everyone is, is all of the posts were in, like, caps. Mm-hmm. And he posted something that was like, guys, I'm not going to, like, have all my, my posts in caps anymore because I've noticed that people, um, like, think that I'm yelling at them and that's not how I'm trying to come across. The next post psych never mind <laughs> and that's all in caps again <laughs> hold on there's this, it has to be an edit but i saw a thing and it was kanye and kobe because kobe bryant had like this mamba mentality commercial thing let me yeah. see if i can find this i need to pull this up i again should have had this ready but i just thought of it kanye west kobe bryant because he's trying to get back together with kim well obviously yeah um, has to be this, right? Yep. How much more successful do you want me to be? More successful. How many records can my records break? More records. But, but I'm the best. But are you a different animal and the same beast? What the f- does that mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> nice that's that quality content y'all oh rip kobe is kobe dead yes okay yep he did he gone he gone he gone anyway i think we're pretty deep into this whole thing so we're into this wrap but we're gonna wrap it up y'all we missed it last week um Mm -hmm. because we got real busy life happened i know but we appreciate everyone per the use for sticking around and listening to the show if you made it to the end we appreciate you even more um, if you want to leave us a kind review, we always appreciate that. And or give us a follow on Instagram outside of underscore slaw. And our social media director will occasionally, sometimes, maybe. Every four months. Every four months, put up updates on Instagram. So thank yes. you very much for that. We appreciate you all. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.